Jump on to go see mommy and come back with a check. I went to the, my actual bank. I said like it's, I'm not worried about you not having it. I'm worried about me dusting off another hundred k and not adding. You know what I mean? Like I'm worried about me. Like <laughs> I hundred percent guarantee that you would, you would pay me back. I'm not worried about that at all. I'm, I'm very worried about my ability to like not add on at the rate that I'm going. You know. <laughs> so. What am I in for, Magic? Snoop Dogs in the chat. In this episode of Weekly Poker Hand, we are playing $316,000 deep at Hustler Casino Live. Rolls around to Andy in the cutoff with Jack-9 offsuit. He opts to raise it up, which may actually be a little bit loose depending on how many blinds are in the game. If you're playing in a game that is 100, 200, 400, 800, meaning there are four people yet to act, this is a spot where I don't think you want to be raising stuff like Jack-9, 10-8, maybe even 9-8 offsuit. If it was suited, sure, but offsuit hands are not so good. You have to be a little bit careful. Whatever. Andy gets in there. He battles. He makes it 2400 bucks. Over around to Martin Cabril in the third blind. He's known for all sorts of lavish, fun, exciting plays and table talk. He opts to call with King Jack of Clubs. Perfectly fine and reasonable. Let's head to the flop. Thank you. Making it rain. Thank you, Rampage. I owe you one. Dollar ninety-nine. Oh, so not a million. Thank you, Snoop Dogg. I had a hundred grand worth of fucking twenty-four. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. This has been a, I don't know, a really amazing show it's from a, a table talk game. standpoint, you start, you know, saltiness, think, everything. Uh, I've been you know? sitting back enjoying it. So really get the popcorn know. out. Yeah, whatever you do. <laughs> Sounded like Jungle right, called out Andy Stacks. Make it. For only loaning him two hundred fifty thousand, not an extra hundred k. Andy took a, took exception to that, and Juggleman admitted he was wrong. Flop comes King of Hearts, Queen of Clubs, Seven of Clubs. Martin has it all. Top pair, flush draw, backdoor straight draw. Good kicker. What more does he want in life? He checks. Andy with just a gut shot. No backdoor flush draw goes for a 2300 bet, which is fine and reasonable. This is a spot where when you have a draw that completely lacks showdown value, you want to bet because you can get a whole lot of better hands to fold. And if you were to let it go check, check, and your opponent just bets the turn, you probably have to fold if you miss, and that's not good either. So Andy does go for the bet. Martin, now with his top pair and flush draw, with a good kicker, puts in a check raise to 7000 bucks, which I think is fine and good. This is one of the best hands Martin can have at this point because he's often going to three-bet hands like kings, queens, king-queen suited before the flop, right? So given this is one of the best hands he could potentially even have here, he definitely wants to be applying aggression in general. Also, even if he happens to be beat by the better hands that Andy could have, he has a flush draw, which is excellent. So Martin does go for the raise. Now, with a gut shot, in position, calling is often a reasonable option, but I think in this scenario, playing very deep stacked, calling is not an option, because notice here... Without a club in Andy's hand, if a club comes on the turn, Andy cannot reasonably represent the flush because he's not blocking Martin from having the flush at all, right? Say the turn's a six of clubs and Martin checks. You can't just start blasting it off with a jack nine, no club, because uh, Martin could be checking with some flushes and then you're going to get demolished. Also, Andy's not actually drawing to the nuts. Even though a straight is normally very, very good, this is a spot where Martin very reasonably could have a hand like ace jack. And if you do happen to get even an offsuit 10, you could be demolished. Also, a jack or a nine is probably not good for Andy. So I don't think you can call here playing super duper deep stacked as they are. 
Andy agrees. He opts to re-raise the $20,000. Now look, from all the studying I've done at Deep Stacked Poker at PokerCoaching.com, we just released a brand new advanced cash game course. Check it out. You really want to be drawing to the nuts or the effective nuts when you're playing very, very deep stacked. And for that reason, I think most of the bluffs that are going to want to be re-raising here are going to be stuff like Jack-10, because at least Jack-10 is actually drawing to the nuts and it has additional equity compared to Jack-9, or good flush draws. I think those are hands that can also easily re-raise. I don't think you want to be doing a whole lot of bluffs with just the bad end of the gut shot, but, you know, if you get the vibe that your opponent's just messing around and you can make them fold almost everything, sure, go for it. And he makes it 20000 bucks over to Martin. Martin gives it some thought. He finds the call. He realizes at this point, Andy's range should be very, very good made hands that King Jack actually loses to, and mostly good draws. And against that range, with what is essentially a bluff catcher now that has good equity that you're never going to fold, you do not want to re-raise. You want to call. You want to go to the turn. A lot of action on the flop. All right. Let's see what happens on the turn. Now you're talking with me during the hand? That's the first time, yeah? Depends on the turn. Huh? Depends on the turn. Me? It depends on the turn. It depends on the turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this turn you talk? Uh, we'll see. I'm happy. Right. Just talk with me, okay? It was right. not nice when you were not talking with me. Right. I was thinking it was personal. The turn is the six of spades, a total blank. Martin checks from out of position. Andy, with his gut shot, has to figure out if he wants to keep blasting. What I want you to do is take a second and think about what you would do with this junkie gut shot at this point. Would you check and maybe bluff the river? Check and never bluff the river. Would you bet something like half pot or would you bet full pot at this point? Take a second, think about it, and let me know what you do in the comments section down below. And while you're down there, click the like and subscribe button, please. 42. 42 thou. It's, not, it's never personal, Martin. It's just, it's just, it's a feeling thing, you know? Sometimes you want to concentrate on the hand. How much you Top pair plus flush draw. And Andy's blasting off with a gutter. Needs a 10, and it cannot be the 10 of clubs. Yeah, it's basically 50 50. So you always want to have some junky draws in your betting range that you can bet and then fold if you get raised. The problem is, is I don't know if this draw is even, call it, reasonable enough to fit into the junky range. I think you'd probably rather have something like Ace-10 if you had it, because at least Ace-10 is, again, drawing to the nuts, and if he gets an Ace on the river, it could be good. Whereas if uh, you have Jack-9, you can only really win on a 10 river, right? So I think I would probably just give it up if I found myself in this scenario. However... For you to want to re-raise the flop in this situation, you have to be thinking to some extent, you're going to be able to make Martin overfold his marginal made hands by the river. Now, if that's the case, if you have this read or this vibe, or maybe this is how you think you should be playing as players in general in these very deep stacked games, because let's be real, most people aren't trying to put in $300,000 with a bluff catcher, then maybe it makes a whole lot of sense to just try to run people over in situations like this. That is what Andy thinks he should do. He goes for the $42,000 bet. Martin's not going anywhere. He calls. Let's head to the river. Okay. The door has been opened for that man.
He was not going to be able to win on many river cards. But maybe he can win on this one. Add some green, put a few purples on top. Okay. There's 40, 50. What is that? 150 or 125? 150. 150,000 with Jack High. Can Martin Cabrell find the hero call? The river gives Andy a little bit of hope. It's the ace of hearts. It's a disaster for Martin because I have to presume he's going to be calling on most rivers that are not exactly the ace that is not a club. Martin, of course, checks over to Andy. He is not afraid. He goes for the $150,000 bet, a little bit more than pot. I love this. This is funny because uh, on the flop, I didn't really like his $20,000 re-raise. On the turn, I didn't really like his $42,000 bet. But now, if you do find yourself in this scenario on the river, you really want to have a jack or a 10 in your hand because that blocks Martin from having jack 10 for the nuts. And you don't really want to have clubs. And Andy does not. So if you happen to have this hand in your range at this point, you find yourself in this scenario, this is a mandatory bluff. And Andy goes for it. Let's see what Martin does with what is now a pretty junky bluff catcher. Blocking Jack 10. Blocking Miss Clubs. I was going to say, I mean, Martin having the Jack of Clubs in his hand is not a great card. Is this the moment we see the guy who won't stop talking? Play some world class no limit hold'em. No, I got it. Pot is 280,000, 150 to call. What a spot. Well, if Stax loses this, if Martin makes this call, Andy will be down over a half million dollars. Easily. Yeah. Can you do the pot, please? Can you stretch the pot? Thank you. Good. Thank Andy you. does not look nervous at all. Number one spread I ever One hundred fifty is the bet, yeah. One fifty, yeah. One fifty. One fifty, Magic says. <laughs> you gotta love Magic. <laughs> this pot will be four hundred and thirty thousand if Martin calls. And Magic, the dealer, is cracking jokes. All in. All in. All in. What? 
How much? One card, one card. How much for blood? Show one card. Everybody give me 1,000, I show the blood. Okay, you show Jack. Okay, two hours. Show me one Jack. I never bluff, never. Nice bluff, Andy. Yeah. Better to pick be uh, some other player like Django or somebody, you know? Ooh. Nice river for you. It was very nice river. Yeah. Trying to represent your hand, it didn't work out, you know? It's hard when you try to represent what your opponent has. What was my hand? What you were trying to represent? Starts with an N. Uh, huh? Started with an N. With N? What does it mean, N? Nuts. He means nuts, but you didn't have it. No, no, no. I mean, you had nuts. Only straight. Only straight. I don't understand the show. <laughs> Martin gives it a lot of thought and then goes all in. I cannot believe this. For only a little bit more. I'm not even sure what this is designed to do. I guess if you think Andy would value bet big with something like ace 10 or ace jack and then fold it to a shove, then maybe this play makes some sense. But... This is a situation where maybe Andy doesn't even value bet ace, jack, or ace, 10 on the river for that large size. So I'm not sure about this play by Martin. I feel like if Andy is sitting here with a set or two pair, he's just going to find a crying call getting the amazing pot odds he is getting. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe Andy actually finds a big fold with two pair or a set. And if he finds folds with two pair and sets, then obviously check shoving is quite good. So Martin does go for the shove. He wins the pot. Andy lets it go. He has a jack high. That's a wild one. You don't see action like this all that often, but a Hustler Casino Live, every once in a while, the players get after it. You see a bunch of bets going in on every betting round. Players load in the money. They bluff with hands they don't need to bluff. And it's fun. Make sure you check out their stream. They put out a good product there. That's going to be it for today. Good luck in your games. Have fun. Thank you for being here. And when you run a bluff, I hope your opponent lets their bluff catchers go.